This report is a service of Frederick Air and Bryant. Whatever it takes to keep you comfortable, Frederick Air, it's a good call. Authorities are investigating reports of a powder in the air and on some cars in mid-Atlantic states. The West Virginia Department of Environmental Protection said Friday it's working to collect and analyze samples of the dust-like substance after it was reported in the state's eastern panhandle in Jefferson and Berkeley counties. Social media users were posting about seeing the powder in the air and on their cars in West Virginia, Northern Virginia, and Maryland. A West Virginia Department of Environmental Protection spokesperson said there's no indication the powder is related to the February 3rd toxin train derailment in Ohio. Maryland's open meetings law could be expanded under a bill being considered by the General Assembly. The measure sponsored by Frederick County Delegate April Miller would require committees and task force established by local public school systems to open up their meetings to the public. Miller says she's submitting this legislation after a 59-person panel was set up by Frederick County Public Schools to review 35 books which some citizens say do not belong in public school libraries. She said that committee decided to keep its meetings closed to the public. Over a thousand people apply to be on this committee. So the public, there's obviously a heightened public awareness and interest, and you have members of the public on this committee. So what this law does is they were able to do it as a closed meeting because it didn't fall under the Open Meetings Act. A hearing on this legislation is scheduled for Wednesday, March 8th, before the House Ways and Means Committee. Kevin McManus, WFMD News. Members of the Maryland House Health and Government Operations Committee held testimony on February 16th on a prior authorization bill. The legislation is sponsored by Frederick County Delegate Ken Kerr. He says too often physicians will write a prescription for their patients and send it off to a pharmacy, but the insurance company refuses to pay for it. The committee heard such testimony last week. We heard from many physicians about how their patients had suffered and the difficulties that they're having um, effectively caring for their patients because of these uh, prior authorizations. He says he continues to meet with physicians, pharmacy benefit managers, and insurance company representatives to come up with compromise legislation. Since the hearing's been over, we've had another debrief to find out where are areas we can compromise. We made a little bit of progress. To read more, get at WFMD.com. I'm Diana Gibson on the Maryland's News Radio Center, 930 WFMD.